0: Hi, and welcome into another episode of the Primary Residential Mortgage Armchair Quarterback. I'm Tony Lombardi here with Drew Forster and Dean Johnson, who's back from assignment.
1: Back from assignment. You say, we, I'm, he, he unearthed the—he he, must have had paparazzi following me because he unearthed some photography that, you know, you. implicated me. We really
0: missed you. By the way— Well, we wait, did. I got the elf picture. You the saw elf, that. The elf so, costume.
1: Right. That was the assignment. I'm so, looking
0: for the bunny costume. I mean, was, what, what happened?
2: I'm so sure the Ravens are going to make the playoffs that I've achieved it. It's, so still, sure. it's still November, Drew. It, it's they're they're Ravens going to make the playoffs, and I shaved it because I'm like, why would I do this for the next month, only to shave it when they make it? Maybe so I I'm, should start one because I don't um, think they are.
1: So you don't? No, I don't. I, I'm, I'm with I'm he, with he Tony. And I like the team. No, I love the team, but I'm with Tony. They're they're right, I, I gotta, gotta know. go.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, I'll be the I'll be the odd guy out here. No problem. I always have been. I'll be the odd guy out.
0: Okay. They're so making. the big story this week has been Lamar and Joe quarterback controversy. That was kind of um, underscored a little bit with the news from Mike Garofolo from NFL Network that Lamar Jackson will get the start because Joe Flacco has not been medically cleared to play. And that, as Drew and I talked off air, that's got a chat, you, you know what, of John Harbaugh. Nuts. He's got to be going nuts. Um,
2: and you know, it's only, I wrote and it's only Wednesday. I, and I wrote this, I try to think these things through a little bit. Having once worked in a sports organization with the indoor soccer team in town, I, I try to think of this more like at 35,000 feet. I, I, and I used in my website at Drew's Morning Dish, I used the term qui bono, which is Latin for who benefits. I, who benefits from this getting leaked? And I can't figure it out to save my life. Like, there is no, the only person that benefits from it's the Falcons. Right? I mean, who benefits on Tuesday from this getting leaked out by someone in the organization? And there aren't very many people over there who know this news. Joe goes to the doctor at noon, so the doctor knows. Hey, Joe, I don't think you're ready yet. And now Joe knows. So now there's two people, assuming that Joe or the doctor then calls the Ravens and says to most likely John, Maybe Ozzy, but probably John. Hey, Joe's, Joe's not going to be ready. Now there's three people. Now, of those three people, none of them would leak it, individually. There would be no reason for them to. So Joe calls his agent and tells him. There's uh, where I think the, the breakdown. But again, qui bono. What, what benefit would Joe Linton It doesn't have?
1: benefit the agent because if he's really hurt, like we talked about, it, if he's really hurt, if this is something that's going to linger around for a while, it's not going to help Joe if he gets released. Right. It's not going to help him in the open market this year. Right. I, I think we could talk about this subject for we, a day and a half and we're not going to come up to a resolution. But, but the
0: assumption I think you're making is that someone wants to benefit by leaking that information. I don't think Joe Lint is the sharpest tool in the shed. I mean, if it, when I'm listening to him speak, uh, okay, okay. You know, I, I think that maybe, you know, a lot of these guys in, in the media, they reach out to agents a lot of times to get information. And sometimes agents will feed you information that, like you said, may benefit their, them or their clients. Right.
2: I, I would say this. The, the likelihood of how this all happened would be this, that at some point during the season, the, the staffer involved in this particular leak needed something else pushed out. Favorably for either the club or him or his client, and used Garofolo, and Garofolo was owed one
1: quid pro quo, right. another Latin term. Another
2: Latin, very good, a smart guy.
1: A Latin so, lesson here. Yeah,
2: we'll, we'll, we'll hang in there. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll guide you along. <laughs> so, um, it, it, at some point, Garofolo said, I, "This is the solid you're going to do for me." What's the story with Flacco? So that would maybe be the only reason why I would see somebody in the circle who would have to give this information. The circle to of
1: mistrust. Right. Yeah, right,
2: not, not the circle of trust like Robert De Niro and right. uh, meet the parents. But I, it's baffling to me why they would want this information out. And, and the answer is they don't want it out. Um,
0: but now that it's but out But there's there, a bigger problem, right? right. Lamar, is, if all things being equal and Joe could play, who's your guy?
1: So I have, a, I have an opinion on this that's probably not popular. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think if they're both healthy and they're both cleared, you go to Joe Flacco and say, you're the starter. Lamar's going to play a whole bunch too. And you do like a 75-25 or a 66-33 and throw both of them at the other team, depending on the down and distance and the circumstances. And when Lamar goes on the field, Joe comes off the field. I know Joe, you know, we talked about it in previous segments. We played 10 on 11 when Lamar was on the field. Lamar's done a little better. He showed us the last two weeks, I and mean, I'm not one here to anoint him yet, but Lamar's done a lot better when playing 11 v. 11 with the run-pass option. But when Joe's on the field, you're playing 10 v. 11, suddenly there's an extra defender. So I would say play them both. Joe's primarily your starter. I, I still believe Joe gives you a better chance to win when healthy by a, by a, a, some meaningful percentage. But having Lamar to throw off all these other teams that have never seen Lamar for some meaningful percentage, 20%, 25%, 30% of the snaps, I think it makes us devastating and hard to prepare for, really hard to prepare for.
2: I'm going with almost exactly what he said. Like, I, I, I'm...
1: And if awful. Joe doesn't like it, by the way, yes, just if Joe doesn't like
2: it, right. T- right. tough and crap. That's a whole other issue to talk about, too. That's a would, bigger issue. would be Joe's, Joe's uh, I don't, I don't want you know, to call it behavior. It's a whole other topic. But this, the, the way to handle this, if Joe were healthy, is Joe's the starter, right? And, and one of the reasons I say that, pretty clear cut, is if, you, if Joe were healthy today and John said, Joe, you've been great, but we're going to go with Lamar on this one, we've got a gut feeling, he, Joe would be done. That would be it. He'd be kaput. There would be no going back to Joe in two weeks and saying, how about you start the Chargers game? He, he mentally that would fracture him. I got benched for a guy that's that's 14 years old, really? No chance. Like that's and that again goes back to the issue about Joe, right? But th- all of that said, you go to Joe and you say you're going to start, you're our starting quarterback. And I agree that that all things being equal, Joe gives them a, a significant better chance of going 4 and 1 over the last 5 games than does Lamar in my opinion. But I also think that one of the ways they would go for in one would be to integrate Lamar into the game plan and to go back to his point again Joe on this series you're out have a seat Lamar's going to run it we're going to try to you know
1: just I with, just look at play I look or at or the opposite and think how does a defensive coordinator and a head coach from an opposing team and the defensive players prepare for both how do they prepare for a spread offense with Joe's strong arm when Especially healthy? How do they prepare? <laughs> right. How right. do they prepare for the run-pass option with Gus Edwards and Lamar with Joe not on the field? I mean, they've got... Then they have... A, there's a whole bag of tricks that they have to worry right. about.
2: But there's a white elephant in the room. And, and, and,
0: that and his is, name's
2: Marty Morningwick. And that's... Can he actually be the maestro behind and, that and, kind of and offense? I, and I say to that very simply, no. I mean, I... It's a I lot of work. Schedule, I mean even for it's th- a lot of work. I think the schedule is very favorable for them. I and mean, when I say I think they're going to make the playoffs, I think the schedule is very favorable for them. I think if
1: I if, can't wait till we do that later they, in the show. If they
2: can if they can steal two of these three road games somehow they, this one, obviously, is the one they got to win because we're all kind of penciling them in to lose in Kansas City. And then they got to go to L.A. in a couple of weeks and win. Right. If they can steal a couple of these road games and get in, um, they might wind up having to go to Houston, which I wouldn't be so quick to sign up for based on what I've seen from them. But I do think they have a good chance to get in. But I'm telling you, Marty can muck this up. Without any question, well, so let's, let's
0: turn it. So, Tony, what, what well, about you? I, I think that Lamar Jackson is the way to go because I don't think the joke will buy into that kind of game plan. That's just his mental makeup. And it's sad, really, because he's putting himself before the team. You know, there was a time when the, Ra- or the 49ers had Steve Young and Joe Montana, and Joe Montana got benched. Joe Montana! was pretty, yeah. pretty good. He got benched. So, what did Joe Montana do? He let the competitive spirit take him over, and he ended up winning the job back. And then he got traded. you know how it all went right. down. But my point being is Joe's not made up that way. His mental makeup isn't that way. So of the two, I think in order to win these games on the road, they've got to run the football. They've got to keep the ball out of the hands of Ryan, Mahomes, and Rivers. And to do that, Lamar Jackson needs to be on the field. I mean, they've averaged 254 yards rushing the last two games. I know it's a small sample size, but at the same time, what Gus Edwards, people have said this week that Gus Edwards hasn't really been, uh, didn't, uh, Joe didn't have the ability or the opportunity to work with uh, Gus Edwards. Guess what? Gus Edwards doesn't do as well with Joe Flacco behind center. Absolutely him Because the not. field is nowhere near a uh, spread. Everybody knows that, right? I mean, I think that's a Well, there's problem.
1: clearly, and, and there's clearly a chemistry, in, because for the run-pass option to work, regardless of who's running it, there needs to be a chemistry between the back and the quarterback. There needs to be a... But it's got
2: to be called right by the coordinator.
1: I got I'm you. Telling you this no, but guy, I'm talking about Gus. But stay on Gus Edwards for one second. Gus games. Edwards and Lamar Jackson clearly have some kind of chemistry that's 100%. that's that's Joe does, Joe hasn't had with anybody. Uh, everybody, everybody would agree with that. And then all you have to
2: do is look at what they did on Saturday, uh, Sunday in the first half against the Raiders. And you mean Marty the you mean had, the
1: double digit runs? It's just unbelievable, right? <laughs> double they, digits they, being ten. And,
2: and then in the second half, they threw the ball. Um, they uh, I think he actually only threw the ball. One time in the second half? No. I was think. it more, maybe? Was it uh, the, the John Brown
0: reason... TD was called no, back? No, they threw, they might, they threw it more than that. And the, I think he only the, threw it eight The time. Andrews.
2: I think um, he only threw it, no, that was in the first half. The throw to Andrews yeah, it was in the first half. But anyway, they, th- th- this, is the, this is the biggest issue facing the team, in my opinion, is can you count on Wig over the last five games To create a game plan, stick with it, not buckle, not give in, not fret over a 10-point deficit in the second quarter, and all of a sudden Joe throws the ball 53 times. That's my biggest fear, and I don't think he's capable of doing it. And over the five games that that sample size, Marty will muck up one of those games, if not more. I'll tell you the game today. Remember I told you this. The game they're going to have the toughest challenge is the Tampa Bay game because they're going to have to score points. Because they're not just going to score. Tampa Bay's not scoring 13 points in that game.
0: I think the one, if things go well, and they go I know what you're going to say. So,
2: no, I, I, it's no, Cleveland. Arrows, the last Baker season. Baker Mayfield. No, no, no. I know, but I, I think that we're going to need to score points in the last five games. You need to score points against all of them. We're going to need Atlanta, to score right. Chargers. I mean, I mean, we're not going we, right. to. We're kind of throwing away
1: the Kansas City game,
2: but that's going to be. Wardy really scares me, and, and, and I, you know, and then this goes back. This is another big broad discussion. This is what Joe. Uh, I mean, sorry, this is what John has done. John, this is John. John. John's employed this guy. So it goes back again to John. You, you're the one that kept this guy around.
0: He did. And it, but I do agree with you guys. If there was a way to bring you these you. two together. Yeah, Joe, Yeah, I'll tell you, Joe's a, Joe zinged that boy. I bet you, Joe. Joe I mean, like Martin, it drives me crazy just to hear him talk. It drives me crazy. I think it's entertainment. It makes no sense, but it's entertainment because I you keep asking you. myself, "How is this guy an offensive it's coordinator in the National Football League?"
2: So his claim to fame is that there was a coin toss for overtime one year, and they won. And he said, "No, well,
0: we're good. We'll kick the ball." Okay, we're going to take a short break. When we come oh, back... They lost, of course. When we come back, we're going to talk about our come on, man. And we're also going to get into the rest of the Ravens' schedule, how we think it's going to play out. Don't go away. This is the primary mortgage, primary residential mortgage armchair quarterback. I was 4 for 4 last week, by the he, way. He was. I know he was. And as soon as you get here, he gets nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> Welcome back to the Primary Residential Mortgage Armchair Quarterback. I'm Tony Lombardi with Drew Foster and Dean Johnson. Before we went to break, we, we uh, teed up the come on, man. So since you were on assignment last week, Dean, I'm going to let you go first. I've, I've
1: got one. Come on, man. Matt Judon. Great game. Breakout game. Runs into the tunnel on third down, you know, to celebrate. And, you know, we have another down to play. I mean, the guy's finally breaking through, and he runs into the tunnel, you know, and disappears off the field. I mean, I know it made for great theater on television but come on man be ready to play be ready for the next down i mean if you want to go to the next level third you're running down. into the tunnel on third down it was hilarious and i said to tony before and we that's a long on, run by the way he
2: hard. ran and he almost slipped he ran yeah. about a hundred yards when you you know you've been there you know when you come out because uh, that tunnel goes 50 or 60 yards underneath the stadium right and, and he this, had to
1: run off the field and drew i said to tony if this wasn't john harbaugh fighting for his job john harbaugh if this was john harbaugh of, you know 24 months ago, he'd have gone nuclear on that guy mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Nuclear.
0: He even mm-hmm. said on the sideline, you could see his mouth moving the, with these words, I thought it was fourth down. Mm-hmm. Right. But still. Got to be in it. Got to stay I engaged. Mean, we, we, we
1: talk about what the come on man's on. I think that's a perfect come on man. You know, what
0: the? And, I don't know if you saw during the Suggs fumble return, he ran up into the crowd like he was doing the Lambo Leap. Mm-hmm. But the wall's is a lot higher. I like Stadium. the
1: celebration. I like the enthusiasm. But you know, know the down and distance, man. Come yeah, on. Oh,
0: yeah, no doubt.
1: What do you got, Drew?
2: Me? Yeah. You? Come on, man. So I'm watching the games last week. You can't go, Marty. But, by the way, you no, no, can't go, no, Marty. No, I've had enough. I've torched him enough. Um, I'm watching the games last week and following along. And you know, hey, we're getting ready. I'm getting ready to shave my playoff beard off. I'm 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 excited to watch these games. What's the real reason that beard's off? And I, my wife You're said, what? "Dude, get rid of that." <laughs> 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 now I'm watching the games, and I'm watching the scores, and I see Miami 24, Indianapolis 10 in the fourth quarter, and I'm like, holy shnikey, the freaking Dolphins are going to beat the Colts, which is completely going to turn this thing upside down. Right? I mean, now the Colts are going to be, now the Colts are going to have to do what the Ravens have to do, which is steal a win somewhere along the way at the end of the year. This is a mammoth upset, and even though Miami would have improved, they, they stink, and they're not beating anybody. So this is huge. So I'm watching the games, watching the games, and I see the thing go score alert. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if this says 31-10, <laughs> this thing's over. And of course, it flashes up 24-17. And I'm like, oh, okay, seven minutes left. They still got to be able to hold on here, right? And then, you know, three minutes later, score alert. And I'm like, oh, here it comes. And it turns over to 24-24. And I'm like, come on, man! Are you <laughs> kidding me? Did you and say then, come on, man? I'm worse than that. And then <laughs> I said two other things. But yeah and then, then, of course, they hit a field goal with the buzzer, and and they win, 27-24. You know, really, Dolphins? 24-10 ahead. I know they're more mad than me, or maybe. Maybe they aren't, actually. But, come on, man. Really? 24-10 ahead? This is how you... Now, I almost did the same thing with the Steelers and the Broncos, because I did it the week before with the Steelers and the Jaguars. Get ready,
1: though, in the NFL, because you're going to see a lot of this over the next five
2: weeks. It's crazy. But Dolphins up 24-10 with 15 minutes left in the game. You can't win. Come on, man. It's why you don't bet these games. I'm telling. It's you. why you do bet these I games. I know you do. What else are you gonna do? You gotta bet them. Right. But it's why you don't. It's why you shouldn't bet. I mean, come on.
0: I'm pretty sure what you said was exactly what I said <laughs> when Joe Flacco connected with Jacoby Jones in Denver—the Mile High Miracle. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? That was in that. It was in that. It was of that, you know, range. And, and I don't know, know if you've, you've seen the video. It's on YouTube. There's a, a shot from the stands in Denver. And it's right where Jacoby's running down the sideline. And he catches it, and this girl, in a different tone, said the same thing. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> she it was, she was, just couldn't believe right. it that happened to her team. Yeah, so no, pretty no funny stuff. Yeah, but anyway, my come on man this week goes out to your favorite guy, Drew, Marty Morningweg. Mm. The Ravens rushed the ball 43 times against the Oakland Raiders, averaging 5.6 yards per carry but only 10 in the first half. Come on, man. Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, hot hand. First, know, uh, The first undrafted free agent rookie to run for back-to-back 100-yard games since 2014, and they run the ball 10 times?
2: Come on, man. I couldn't believe it. And then the second half, they completely flipped. I
1: said earlier. Clearly, they um, were trying to make sure Lamar didn't get hit. I mean, that had to be the thinking, you know, whether misguided or not, who knows. But... Just roll him out and tell him to run to the sideline and well, not take hits. Th- you have two
2: running backs. Let those guys run the ball. Right. Let him scoot around Ty Montgomery, he, he looked pretty good yeah, in a limited action. And, and, then, and I said earlier, they threw it a limited amount of times in the second half. It was eight times. They threw the ball. They only had to throw. Didn't have to. But they threw the ball eight times in the second half, and they just ran it. Right? right. And it worked to perfection. And I, I'm not going to steal your Come on, man. You can beat up Marty all you want. I yeah, you can't go there get Drew. You can't go there I don't get it. it. Like I, It's just... And that's one of the reasons why, down the stretch, I I really believe they're better off going with Lamar. Not because he's a better quarterback than Joe, because he isn't. He may be more healthy than Joe. He's not a better quarterback than Flacco. He doesn't have the experience. But there's less chance. There's no way in these last five games, there's no possible way Lamar will throw the ball more than 40 times in the game. In any game. In, in any game. True. No chance. Absolutely true. There is a ninety-two percent chance that in three of the five, Joe will throw it more than forty times. No question. Because that's just the. Mar, Marty looks at them differently, and he acquiesces to Joe. And they don't Joe run wants the ball to throw well Joe the ball, center. right? And Joe wants to throw the ball, right? And it's just there's there's. It, it, it's just such a misconnect between all of them. Joe fancies himself. A legitimate nfl quarterback like i should be i should be throwing this ball 40 or rogers throws it 40 times i should be throwing it 40 times okay maybe but we're not winning that way all you got to do is look at the data over the years when joe throws the ball 40 or 50 times we don't win
0: And he's 36 and 46 on the road in his career. They've got three tough road games coming up. So let's talk about the rest of the schedule, guys. The Ravens right now are the number six seed in the AFC if the players were to start. So we're in. We're in, Tony. If the players would start today. Unfortunately, they don't. We've got five games left and three tough road games. So let's go through these games that are coming up this week. Who should you root for and who should you root against? Some key games. Cleveland is at Houston. I find that interesting because Cleveland is Gaining momentum right now. And I mentioned earlier, that's a game that worries me at the end of the season. I'd rather cut well, out the What are hopes. they, 4-6-1
2: and one right now, Cleveland? Yes.
0: 4-6-1. It's at Houston. They're not beating Houston.
2: But here's the deal. If I'm the Ravens, in a perfect world, I would want to play the Steelers in the first round. And we can still win the division. It, Ravens yeah. could still win the division. But if we're going to finish as a wild card, I would much prefer to play the Steelers. Much prefer. I don't want to go down there to Houston. They've Got really good wide receivers. They can. I just. We've seen it. Well, they're to, gelling too. They're yeah. moving. They're moving in the so, right direction. And the Steelers.
0: Are I want not. Houston.
2: I would much prefer that somehow Cleveland win this game and try to push Houston to four and the Ravens to three. I mean, sorry, the Steelers to three.
0: And but you don't Ravens, think that's
2: happening? Mm, I don't. I don't so think. You're, you're rooting for Cleveland. I'm rooting for Cleveland as okay. well, Tony. But I don't. I'm rooting for Cleveland, Cleveland for the that same feels reason. Weird.
1: But I don't think Cleveland quite has enough. But Cleveland's not winning in Houston. Not
2: There's really definitely good. something to be said, by the way, for them getting rid of Hugh Jackson, and all of a sudden the light went off, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is what it's like." And to how, not, about Baker, to not have a how about Baker? How about
1: Baker throwing the snub at at Hugh on the you know right. after the game on the field?
2: I'm telling you, and I said this at the beginning of the year. There, there, that kid reminds me a lot of Roethlisberger. He's got some moxie about him. I thought, no you, said I thought but, you said Favre. I
1: thought you said Favre at the beginning of the year.
2: He reminds me of the, Roethlisberger, and then he's got this moxie-like, you know, he's a little bit of a, he's a, little bit of a prick, right? Yeah. And you kind of need that. And there's perfect. nothing wrong with that right.
0: in the NFL. Right, right, right.
2: So, so okay. I, who, I, I, I really would like to see Cleveland win.
0: Can the great Cody Kessler take who? care of the Indianapolis Colts down in Jacksonville?
1: No no chance. They're, that's a team going in the wrong direction. No, we'd love to see Jacksonville win. I don't, I don't see any chance. Yeah, I don't
2: either. Fired the offensive coordinator. You know why, right? Because he couldn't hack it. No? Okay. No. Nathan uh, no yeah, I know, I know who you in.
1: meant. We both know who you meant. All right. I'll
2: be back next week. Um, <laughs> I'll show myself out. Um, um, they, yeah, they can't win. But, you know, Jacksonville's defense, and this is the thing. The reason I would give them maybe a puncher's chance is it's a division game. They know the opponent very well. Um, The defense is always kind of capable of having one of those games where they only give up three field goals and a touchdown, and maybe somehow they win 17-16. I don't see it, but um, I would maybe bet Jacksonville this week just to keep it close.
0: But I don't bet. The Jets head to Nashville to take on the Titans. I'm rooting for the Jets. We're all rooting for the, the Jets. Titans out, of, out of their misery.
2: Well, Tennessee looks awfully good. I mean, even the other night, that score was a little misleading, I thought.
1: Well, the Jets are just not well, good right now. They're not good. I mean, they'll have Le'Veon Bell next year. They'll, they'll pony up the money with their I salary cap. I actually think kept. he's going to the Colts. I actually think he's going to the Jets. We could do, we'll have to have Tony. Another
0: Chinese yeah. lunch. Oh, you're
1: seven already. <laughs> That's true. For eight.
0: <laughs> That's true. Do I get to participate in these yeah, Chinese? Come on, you get to, k- you to come bomb. for a free lunch regardless yeah, exactly. of who pays. We'll, we'll, no we'll, matter who wins. We'll you pay. got it. Turn right up the street. We'll I like it like to right. keep betting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to the Colts. All right, here's an interesting one. KC at the Raiders. You say it's interesting why? Interesting how? I say it's interesting because... I want KC to win. No, and I they will. By 60. But if Oakland would have to somehow <laughs> upset them in Oakland. Oh. KC's now a team on the, with a little bit of edge and they're playing the hosting of Ravens.
1: Uh that. I see where you're going. Yeah. Um I don't think it matters Tony. This is one that we they're they're going to blast them. They're going to blast
0: the Ravens too. They're going to win
2: 40 to 14. Yes. I
1: mean they're going to be favored unfortunately. Yeah. Regardless <laughs> of who starts a quarterback, they're going to be favored by Nine or ten points eight against eight the Ravens. F
2: nine points, yeah.
1: Against the Ravens. They're going to
2: clobber Oakland, and I think they're going to clobber us. But Those... they're going to clobber Oakland. Oakland's terrible. Oakland, by the way, is terrible. How on earth that was a game? I know how.
0: It's called Marty Morning.
2: I don't even want to get into it anymore. <laughs> no, move, move, how move, move. that was a game? I have no idea. They're terrible.
0: How the terrible. Of, at the end of the first half, there's about 55 seconds to go. Carr comes out because he's going into concussion protocol. They put on A.J. McCarron. He's got 55 seconds in timeouts. He tells him to take a knee. Right. That's We're a lot good. of confidence. We're in your good. Back We're good. Don't turn it over. Meanwhile, Coach.
2: the Steelers, when we knee. played the
1: Steelers, remember they brought their backup and he th- on third and 15? He throws a first down. From the five yard
0: line. Exactly. Kansas City's going to crush them, unfortunately. Another interesting Raiders. game. Interested in your answers to this one. Denver at Cincinnati. Well,
1: Denver's back in now, right? They're Denver's and six, back in it and since Cincinnati. And And Andy Dalton's Cincinnati. on the IR. Andy
0: Dalton went Cincinnati's to the IR. Done. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, that, I, season's over.
1: Yeah, I they mean, I, win another game.
0: I'm not saying who you think is going to win. Who would you root I would for? cheer
1: for Cincinnati all day long. Oh, but no gosh. A.J. Green, no Andy Dalton with that pass rush. I mean, Cincinnati's going to have a hard time scoring. Yeah,
0: they,
2: not, got, they got Hugh, Hugh Jackson. They're not going to win any more games, Cincinnati. It's
1: over. Against that defense, they're going to have a hard time scoring yeah,
2: any Denver points. Denver will beat them 20-10. to 10. Like, Denver won't score much either.
1: But No,
0: but
2: it'll beat them. Denver will beat
0: them. All right, we're going to go to this game because this is going to segue into our next segment. Cameron all the <laughs>
2: I don't, they, uh, that game already happened. That was uh, 40 to seven.
0: Yeah, that was kind of a washout. What happened Something. there? Come on, Don's. <laughs> you had the blue. You got the blue one. I got mm. the, you know, whatever. Not a Don guy. <laughs> Curly guy. It
2: might have been 40 to six. Did they seven? Did they, 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 did, they did. kick the extra. 40 points? to seven. They covered it, that
0: matter. But right. the Chargers at the Steelers. Probably the game of the week, right? They're definitely the game of the week. 100%. Steelers it's it's going- Sunday night, right? Or no? No, I think it's that's not the a Sunday four night game. game oh, okay. Steelers N- J- Nance and Anson Roma are doing the Ravens game. Okay, okay. Game. They're probably saying, "How come we're not doing the Chargers?" Yeah, Steelers, right, 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 right. Okay.
1: I mean, I think you're asking me who I who we sh- who I should cheer for. Yeah, it's an interesting question, right? I, I still believe we have an outside chance at the division. You'd you'd have to cheer for the Chargers. Hundred percent. Yeah, down with you, you,
2: right. you have to cheer. You have to. The division makes a huge difference, right? You get a home game now. You might play Pittsburgh at home, although I don't. Know that we even really want that, but you know you're going to play the number six team if you could be the three, or you play the five if you the four. You got to root for Pittsburgh. I can't even believe I'm saying this, um, but you. I mean, no, no, you got to root for the Chargers. I mean, you you, you have to root for L. A. But I think Pittsburgh's winning.
0: Okay, the Ravens are at Atlanta, then Kansas City, then they host the Bucks game that Drew thinks is going to be a tough one to win. They go to L. A. to play the Chargers, host the Cleveland Browns. They're right now at 6 and 5. The Steelers are at 7 3 and 1. They host the Chargers, go on the road against Oakland. That's a tough, one, right? They host the Patriots, who've had their number for years. Then they go to New Orleans in week 17, game 16. I'm sorry. No, no, week, week 16, game 15. And then they host the Bengals. So it's 7 3 and 1 versus the Ravens at 6 and 5 you have how's this going to play out this week? Ravens win, go to seven and five. And the Steelers.
1: Steelers lose to the Chargers. Whoa! Now seven four, fight. seven now, four and one.
2: Now we got to fight. Okay. fight. Um I think the Ravens are going to win. I'd be surprised if the Ravens lose in Atlanta. I mean, I, I would. I would be surprised. Atlanta four and seven. I know they mathematically could still scratch their way in somehow, finish nine and seven. I get it. Um, but it, it, Atlanta's done. Their defense is terrible. They can run the ball. You know, offensively, it's going to be interesting, right? They can throw it. They can run it. They've got some weapons. Um, in their building, they're decent. In their own building, they're dangerous. And how are they going to deal with Julio and, Jones? Right. And, you know, we're, we're not great on the road, so I get all that. Um, I think Pittsburgh finishes the year with 10 wins, though. They'll win by hook or by crook. They'll win three of these games at the end of the year.
1: They're gonna lose, They're going to lose to the Patriots. Saints will be... It, I don't know about that.
2: Like, I don't know. I, I, they, 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 look, they're very capable of losing the Patriots and going down there to New Orleans with no reason of winning and winning 24-23 or something stupid, right? Like, I think Pittsburgh wins three of their last five and finishes 10-5-1. And, one.
1: and we, we win three out of five and we're just behind them.
0: And we're Yeah, we're 9-7. Right. 9-7 right. could possibly get you into the playoffs this year.
1: It's going to be close. It's going to be, uh, there'll
2: be a, obviously a tie fa- tiebreaker configuration somehow with the Colts, maybe with Denver, uh, maybe with Tennessee. I don't know. I mean, they'll, I don't think there'll be two teams finish at 9-7. I think there'll be three teams finishing at
0: 9-7. My concern with this week is the Ravens go down there and lay a road egg again. And I think that the possibility is there. And if they do lose this game, I think the whole thing unwinds. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you hundred percent. This is, yeah, this I, is a we've big said it before I mean, this they're, is a they're must win. If they want to make the playoffs, this is a must-win. Right. They've got to have this one because they're not going to get Kansas City. And like we talked about earlier, you gotta get two of the three row games.
2: Right. Although I will say, and the, the numbers work out the way you're talking, but I will say this. If you're going to lose one of the last five, lose it to one of the two AFC uh one of the two NFC teams. That that yeah. that doesn't crush you. If you lose this week, but the issue is if you lose this week, it's just another loss. Whereas if you win this week but lose to the Chiefs, it hurts you in the conference, right? So if you're gonna lose, lose against an NFC team. But the, problem, the, is, the problem is we don't have enough margin for error to lose
1: this one. And then, well, this is have also a momentum, this, just based on where it sits, this is a momentum swinger. I mean, you you want this one to be heading into December on the upswing. Right. And then the Kansas City game doesn't doesn't create quite so much pain when you inevitably right. lose.
0: But then again, he's right. if if the, he's right, I know. If the Chargers were to lose to the Steelers and, and the Chiefs win, that would make them this week that would make them 11 and 1 versus the Chargers, at, what would they be at 7 and 4 at that point? Chargers are 8 and 3. Oh, right right 8 now. and 4. So they would be three games back with four to play. Chargers off the top of my
2: head have Denver at Denver to end the season. They have one more game against Oakland. Um, and and I seem to remember them having one other, you know, losable game in addition to the Ravens. They they, they obviously this week they're at Pittsburgh. I'm trying to think of who they played the following week. And then they have the then they have the Raiders, Ravens, and Broncos to finish.
0: Okay, all right, guys, let's wrap it up.
2: They're getting. I think. I think L.A. by Hooker by Crook will finish up somehow, winning three of their
0: last five. Prediction for the Ravens at Atlanta
1: with Lamar at quarterback, a grinder, 23-21 Ravens. What a a homer you are! I'm not actually. I'm go back and watch the segments. I'm not a homer.
2: What a homer! Ravens (laughs) thirty-three-three. (laughs) Thirty-three-three. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't give don't give uh, me the oh. mic again Tony <laughs> take the mic from <laughs> I,
2: uh, I should have gone I, before I, I, you I there. say the Ravens I say Ravens win 30 to 20
1: 30 points okay
0: yeah no, Tony gonna like me out there I got the Falcons winning 30 to 23
2: you're such a bad guy
0: Two homers here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it for the primary mortgage. Primary, Residen- residential, primary mortgage. residential mortgage. Our chair, <laughs> quarterback. I'm Tony Lombardi. Drew if You Barstrad, need a mortgage. Drew Johnson. Is, this is if a you dime. need a mortgage. Go to the primary residential mortgage. I'll tell you mortgage. the name right. Thank you, everybody. The papers will look that way, they'll look good. So, see you next week, guys.